was surprised to know how early they really do go into the dentist. Like when I had my first daughter, they were like, she's gotta go like right now. And I was like, she has one tooth. Like, what do you mean? Well, I had a, a friend of mine had said, um, she was really, not really happy, but she was relieved, I guess is a good way to put it, when people wore masks. She's very self-conscious about their teeth. And uh, as, as people have gotten less um, uh, mask wearing these days, right? She still wears one. And they didn't know they had it. And I'm like, we need to fix this. Like you need to know what's going on in your body, just like you would for like a medical issue. Like you wouldn't have a medical surgery and be like, what did you do? Like you're gonna know all the details and because you want to know and it's your health so i love 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 um educating patients we're erica radis and marie lifschultz a san antonio area realtor and lender but most importantly we're working moms the goal of this podcast is to provide support and a sense of community to san antonio area working moms like us so join us in trying to find a balance between career family and everything in between Welcome to this week's episode of the Working Moms of San Antonio podcast. Today we have a guest who is a working mom and also a dentist that uh, owns and runs her own practice. So I'm going to turn it over to her and let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Dr. Adepeju Igun, um, but my friends and outside of the office, I just go by the name Buki. Just shortened for my middle name. Um, so yeah, thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming. I love your name. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Most people get frightened when they see it. So thank oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> so Boogie, tell us a little bit about running. I mean, tell us a little bit about your, the story behind your office. Like I know you recently opened, you had told me and kind of tell your story about that. Um, so my husband is a physician here in the Alamo Ranch um, community, and he opened his office in 2015. And, you know, I was pregnant with my second, like I had her the week he opened. Oh, <laughs> so wow. I was not going to open an office. And so um, that wasn't on my mind. And then in 2021, um, we converted half of his office um, into a dental office. And I opened it in May 2021. So we are a medical dental office. And what kind of, I guess, what kind of clients do you have? Is it just adults? Do you do pediatric stuff? So I see all ages. I see pediatrics also. As soon as they get their first tooth, I will see them. My favorite patients are six, six to 12 month olds because <laughs> <laughs> they're so cute and they actually open up for me. Yeah. <laughs> they're teething. Um, so yeah, I see as soon as the first tooth comes in, as far as treatment, I would refer to a pediatric dentist if they need a lot of treatment. Um, pediatric dentistry is, is tough in terms of behavior. The actual dental work is not hard, but, uh, it, it takes a lot of skill and energy. And I, I, uh, I, my first job was actually heavily pediatrics. But I was like, ooh, I think I just want to focus on adults. <laughs> but I love seeing kids for preventive care and educating parents on how to take care of their teeth, educating the kids um, on how to take care of their teeth. So 10 and up, I usually do treatment. It's like one or two things. I'm not going to refer them because that's just frustrating probably for the pediatric dentist. Mm -hmm. um, 
but yeah, so I, I see all ages. Yeah. I was surprised when I had kids, I was surprised to know how early they really do go into the dentist. Like when I had my first daughter, they were like, she's got to go like right now. And I was like, she has one tooth. Like what do you <laughs> Yeah. And you know, a lot of people get confused by that because they're like, well, they don't even do anything. They just brush their teeth. And I'm like, okay, so the appointment is really for the parents. Right. <laughs> to tell you like, so this is what you should do and this is what you should expect and this is what is going to happen. Um, so, and it's also to get kids, you know, comfortable in the dental office so that by age, yeah. you know, three, four or five, they'll actually let us take x-rays on them. They're used to the environment and what we're doing, you know, the, the suction tip, we call Mr. Thirsty, all this stuff so that they're, it's not like they come in at five and they're like, well, what are you doing? What is that? And you're freaking out. Oh, that's so, true. Yeah. And I never thought about that way. Like yeah. make sure they get comfortable and it's, it's not something strange to them. Right, exactly. So they're used to the environment and, you know, it's kind of a, a little bit more smooth sailing for most kids. Some kids just will always be anxious and, you know, that's okay. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of why we want to see them early on, both for the parents. And the kids. Yeah. Well, I agree, Erica. I don't, I don't think I, I knew becoming a, a, a new mom 15 years ago that they would see them so early. I had no idea. And yeah. so I, my, my, I think it was my pediatrician said, Hey, you should start taking them to, or you should get a, you know, pediatric dentist or something yeah. to start having their teeth, you know, cleaned and so forth. Yeah. So, no, it's, it's awesome. It's, I mean, I've seen as young as two year olds that have like a lot of decay. Um, that's usually in lower socioeconomic status, but, um, and it's kind of sad. It's just because no one told them or they didn't know yeah. what to do. You know, I've had moms that are like, I just wiped their teeth with water and I'm like, no, no, you can use toothpaste. Like, just <laughs> you can do this. It's fine. Yeah, but you just don't know. So that's why it's good for the parent as much as the kid um, to come in early. Well, knowing how you can help help them and teach them, you know, yeah. brushing their teeth in the right way to do it. Because a lot of times, I always have trouble getting to the the back back oh. of the tooth. <laughs> I I um have my so my youngest is two, and um, I think she has a little bit of a gag reflex, like none of my other kids did. And I'm like, what is happening? So like, whenever I go to the back on her, it's kind of tough. And you know, two-year-olds, they don't want to stay still. It's like wrestling an alligator. And I'm just like, I'm not hurting you. Just let me brush your teeth. So (laughs) I just tell parents as soon as, if they're upset and they're like, that is perfect. Just go straight to the back teeth and just brush, 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 brush while they're yelling at you. And then you can work up to the front. So just, you know, try and go back there as fast as you can. It doesn't have to be the full two minutes we recommend, you know, to adults. Obviously, we're just trying to get something on their teeth at that age. Yeah. So, yeah. There's little My bit- youngest did the same thing. He I, um, has a, he still does. He's 13 now. But he yeah. has always had a, ga- a gag reflex. Like it was, I was embarrassed actually taking him because. My oldest one, he did fine. Didn't mind brushing teeth, but brushing his teeth, he would, you know, do that bit. I'm like, no, 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 don't go up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they owe texture. So when he got older and they started putting, they try to do the fluoride, um, mm-hmm. a pasty stuff. I don't know what it's called, but they would. And he's like, oh, that was just a nightmare. Because he would it just make, like, I think the texture of it on his teeth just really bothered. He's gotten a whole lot, <laughs> a whole lot better. Oh, good. But, good. Yeah. Poor thing. I do feel bad for my patients that our gaggers. Um, some offices carry like a, a numbing spray that you spray on the tongue, oh, kind yeah. of decrease the the reflex or the, not the reflex, the sensation of whatever is setting it off. 
some patients, it's like a certain spot, like it might be their tongue, it might be their cheek. Um, so I kind of have to like figure it out and avoid that area or work around mm-hmm. it. And of course, they're the ones that always need treatment on the back tooth. And I'm like, why? Oh, like, so, um, and then another trick I found out later in my career is salt on the back of their tongue. And apparently oh. this helps. I've tried it on a few patients and it, it decreases the sensation a little bit also. So we try all sorts of things, but gaggers are just, yeah, they're, they're just they have a hard time with the dentist. They're special. Yeah, it's getting better there. It's getting better, but you, thankfully he he didn't. He, I'm very blessed that he doesn't like a lot of sweet. So oh, good. good with no cavities, no awesome. nothing. I mean, he's always done really well. But yeah, he is like every time Aaron really like. <laughs> I know they just can't help it. It's it's sad. <laughs> yeah. he, I recently took him very recently to see his the dentist, and um, they were going to do sealant, mm. and he's like, they're going to do what? What mom? I'm like, you're, you're fine. Deep breath, deep breath through your nose, breathe through your nose. His mouth is going to be open a little bit longer. And oh, oh, that was, man. That was yeah. last week. Just <laughs> let you know, it's stressful for us also. Yeah. <laughs> we just try not to show it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's true. Emma had that seal it done sort of recently, but she liked it because she said it tastes like pickle. <laughs> it was like, okay, kid, whatever works, you know. <laughs> How old is she? How old is she? She's 11. Oh, gosh. Kids are so fun. And this is why I'm like, pediatric dentists have the funnest times because they have the funniest patients and they just do that kids say. Like some kids with the fluoride varnish you're talking about just love the taste and others are like, oh, it tastes Mm. so gross. And I'm like, I don't know what you want. (laughs) (laughs) But that's so funny. I'll have to look at that. So what does a typical workday look like for you? Are you seeing patients all day or how um, Yeah. So we open at nine and close at five. So okay. we try and um, we can see patients at least as four o'clock, depending on what they need. If it's a new patient, we try and give an hour and a half block so we can really focus on you and everything you need. So usually those start around 3.30. And I try and get out there by five, but it just, it does not happen because I'm the owner. So there's always something at the end. And then I'm like rushing out the door to go pick up the kids and everything like that. But um, yeah, it's nine to five, Tuesday through Thursdays is when we see patients. And then Mondays and Fridays, um, we're not actively seeing patients because we're still kind of growing. Mm -hmm. um, So we haven't filled in the whole week yet. (laughs) And then Fridays is nine to 12. Okay. Yeah. And, and what kinds of procedures are you, is it just like preventative care? Do you guys do any cosmetic stuff at the office? Yeah. I mean, we do everything. So, um, you know, we do fillings, crowns, bridges. I restore implant crowns. Um, I don't place the implant, but I have a specialist that does. Um, I do extractions, you know, taking teeth out, um, preventative care, as far as cosmetic, we do you know, veneers. I only use two colored fillings. Um, and then there's this new treatment that I've implemented. It's called Icon Re- um, Resin Infiltration. So it's basically if you're born with like these, you know how some people have like really white around spots? So yes. there's a way that we can remove that without drilling on anything. So it's just some stuff that we put on your teeth 
leave it on there, rinse it off, dry all the things we do. And then by the end of the session, it's either severe, drastically decreased or it's gone. I did it on a patient and she like cried. I didn't know how much that meant to her, but I guess she was like, it's always bothered me. And I was like, okay, well, we can try it. And it worked. And she was like emotional. And I was like, oh, I did it. This is great. Yeah. And I didn't need to numb her or use a handpiece or anything like that. So, and of course we do teeth whitening um, in office and take home. Um, so I always have a special going on that if you, if you see the ad and you mention it and you're a new patient, you get like a free whitening, um, syringe, um, with a customized bleaching tray that we make for you, but you have to see the ad. So not everyone knows about <laughs> it and they're like, I saw your ad on Facebook and I'm like, okay, then you get, you know, there you go. Yeah. 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 That's, awesome. <laughs> that's great that's a lot I mean being uh, obviously you have young children and opening your practice so can you share some of the 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 challenges of having your own business and running your office and having small children can you oh any just chaos you talk about like trying to leave on time right to go get <laughs> yeah. the, since you're it's, the owner it's, yeah it's just it's a different level of it's like running two homes It's exactly like running two homes. So, you know, I get the groceries for home. I have to order the supplies for my office. Um, So I always have to know what inventory is going on. Luckily, my staff helps with that. I have to manage my kids at home and I have to manage patients and staff at my office. (laughs) And so it's, it's very difficult because, you know, as moms, we tend to take on a lot um, and try and do a lot. And so I have to teach myself to delegate more at the office, um, at, which I, I don't do as much at home. But, you know, at the office, you try and do that. Um, but, yeah, it's tough. You know, like I'm up early getting lunch for my kids. They're out the door. Then it's a matter of me getting ready, taking my youngest to daycare, rushing work. And then you do work, 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 which dentistry is very physical. Um, yes. If you come see me, you'll see me stretching, by the way. Like, I'm always sore and going like this. So it's very physical. And then, you know, sometimes the day doesn't go smoothly. If you have a gagging patient, you're going to move slower. <laughs> if you have a patient that has a dental phobia, you're, you can't work as fast. Um, or they have a small mouth and, yes. you know, there's saliva's all over the place. You know, like, And so everything, <laughs> you know, is a little slower start thinking, oh God, I'm running late. And then you're thinking about how am I going to get kids on time? And so it's, it's a lot of to, to balance, you know, and then you get home and you snap back, you know, into mommy phase, and dinner, homework, bedtime. And mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty exhausting because whenever you're an employee, you don't have to worry as much about, you know, the things in the back end. But That's now true. I, I, I sometimes take that home with me because I have to. So I'm like working from home. And, and so it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to balance and a lot to think of. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to make any decisions. Can you just, (laughs) can someone agree for me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even when you get home, sometimes it's like, I don't even like, I know we all have to eat and like, we all have to have dinner. I, I don't want to cook. I don't even want to decide that stuff. If I haven't already right. decided, if I haven't taken something out to make for dinner, like either we're ordering or we're not eating. Cause I don't I know. know what we're doing. I know y'all don't <laughs> want to see how we eat in this house. Like, it is, 
it is not good. And like, even the whole picturesque sit down dinner time, like that's not happening. My fourth, my fourth grader is doing homework and eating, you know, my middle kid is always doing something and eating. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ones. Our house is very much the same. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, do I want to sit down as a family and eat dinner, but it's just not happening. Sometimes my husband and I eat after the kids are in yep. bed. It's just like, okay, what are chicken nuggets and mac and cheese? That's 30 minutes. Let's do that. Y'all eat bedtime. And then my husband and I are like, what are we eating? Yeah. <laughs> a bowl of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> go to bed. yeah. I like a bowl of cereal or sometimes, you know, by some miraculousness, <laughs> I'm able to feed everyone and then I don't eat. Like I'm just right. busy doing stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's chaos. And adding the third kid, like exponentially added chaos. I didn't know how, oh how gosh. it would be. I have, th- I have three kids and I always say like three is like having 30. I mean, yeah. like for whatever <laughs> reason, I don't know if it's like when they outnumber you and your spouse or what, what it is. is, but like that third kid and in our house, that third kid is like a feral animal. Like she's so wild. I mean, I love her. She's she's the funniest and she is so awesome, but she is wild. Yes. <laughs> and so it's like, I think that if she like this was like the universe or something, like working it out this way, because if she would have been the first one, that would have been it. <laughs> no more. <laughs> one and done. Yeah, that would have been it. So yeah, we got that one last, luckily, and that's how good. <laughs> Well, to give you a little hope, a little yeah. hope as they get older, they can do things a little bit more on their own. Yeah. It doesn't get easier. It just gets more manageable. Yeah. <laughs> I think for us, it was just schedule. Like, you know, when she's supposed to be going to bed, I'm still working on homework or when, like when she was younger, you know, the older ones have energy to get out, but it's nap time. Like she gets two, three naps and then. It was just schedule was just weird. And I'm just like, I don't know how to manage this. And, you know, and because um, my kids are nine, seven, and then she's, you know, two. So it was like this five year difference. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't used to, to that because the other ones were like two years apart. So a lot of the things was happening together at the same time or similar, but they're like in different phases now. And I was like, this is chaos. But I think the third kid... It's just no one's like raising them. They're just like <laughs> that's why they're they're just like all over. Oh, that's funny. I mean, because you know the middle kid. I mean, the first kid you're so focused on, and they're usually kind of everything right. <laughs> yeah, and then the the middle kid is just you know I've heard they're quirky and weird, which mine kind of is. She's kind of quirky and just does her own thing. And then child is too. She would be happy to just be left alone to do her own thing and not really be bothered by anyone. That would be like an ideal situation for her. (laughs) Well, my middle kid is very, and I don't know if it's getting worse. Like she is very clingy. Like she'll just hold on to, like, you know how they say moms are touched out by the end of the day? Yeah. Yes. 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 And I didn't get that until... Recently, she's always like, you know, want someone with her. But sometimes you're right; she's just by herself, and I'm like, "Where's Hannah?" You know, (laughs) doing something. And then the third one, I don't know how many times I've been like, "Hey, where's Leia?" Like, I did not. Where is she? She's she's off, you know, playing with her sisters or you know, watching Coco Melon, which she's obsessed with. And so, 
yeah, it's, it's, it's fun though. It's, it's like chaotic, but fun at the same time. Yeah. So, well, so I, I have three, but they're they're much older. So I have a bonus child. My my very first was is my stepson, and he's nineteen now. And then I have Tyler, who is fifteen, and then I have Aaron, who's thirteen now. The two they're eighteen months apart. So it was crazy, but I liked mm-hmm. having the craziness together because they were in similar stages. Whereas my older yeah. one, there's a there's a gap, right? Yeah, and it was yeah, it, it's 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 a struggle to keep them all on the same page. But yeah. as they get older you're just in different places because they're all they're now we're just an uber to them we just <laughs> take them everywhere and we're like, trying to get to every game on time and whatever else is going on oh that's the so. thing like so my kids aren't in activities yet which is another mom guilt because i'm like i don't know where's the time like you know i'm trying to rush out yeah. of work at five and i'm like where do i fit in activities i don't understand how other moms do it but we don't either <laughs> we don't either <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did a whole episode about that already that we aired <laughs> about kids and activities. I was listening to that. Yeah, and Marie and I both were just like, how are these people doing this? Like, how are they I living their lives? <laughs> it just seems so yeah. chaotic to be working and doing all of those things. Right. Well, and and since you own your own business, like you said, it's two households that you're running. It's yeah. not just one. And having that on top of having three, and let's say they all have three different interests so that like, you're not all in the same sport and that I'm in the same artsy craft or whatever it is right yes I don't know how because my middle one's been begging to do gymnastics and I'm like I don't know how to get you to, to gymnastics at 4 30 on a Thursday like I don't know how <laughs> that's gonna work kid yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. so it's kind of it's kind of hard and then you feel like guilty like wow should I be exposing them to more and all this stuff but uh, they seem fine so far. They'll make, they'll make it fine. Yeah. We we waited a little bit older with the boys trying to do like we did karate at an early age and we tried to stick with it, but the problem was they changed the time and I couldn't get there between picking them up from school when they started school to the practice because yeah. if I went to the later one, it was their bedtime. Like it was either too early or too late. You so we ended up. It. Yeah, we ended up hanging out and kind of waiting to get them really involved in and kind of seeing what they wanted to do, mm-hmm. um, which is mainly sports right now. And it's still a struggle. Like my my older one, he really is really into lacrosse, but the practice is from uh, 5.30 to 7.30 in the evening. I'm like, if I go get you from school, you, and get, we, by the time we get home and then get you, we're home for 10 minutes, we have to go back. Like yeah. you won't have enough time. So he has to hang out after school. And I said, that's when you have to study. You have to. Okay, you know, that was my question. I was like, when does he yeah. do homework? Okay. He does homework. So he, he he has to be disciplined. I'm like, if your grades fall before, below this, you're out. Like, I have to, you have to be, um, you know, um, mature enough to sit. So he does. He'll go into the locker room and he'll study between 3.30 and 5.30. And if you're missing an assignment, done. Like, <laughs> we're not doing this. I mean, that's fair. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'll have to it just that. He doesn't get home till. Seven, oh, he gets out of seven there by the time we get home. It's almost eight. So eating dinner is very late. So a lot of times I'm packing a double lunch so he can eat something, mm-hmm. you know, so he's not eating so late in the evening. It, it doesn't get better with age, but they are more manageable. They can do stuff on their own. Okay. Like it is. Yeah. So activities do come. It's just, it's always a challenge. Always. Uh, there's just, there's just too much to think of as a mom. There's just too much. Yeah. yeah it is. Sure. It definitely is. 
We, um, well, we've talked about some of the struggles, but what is your favorite part about your job? We always like to ask our guests and I always like to hear the answers. <laughs> well, I mean, the best part of being a, the business owner is that I can set my own schedule a little bit more. So my motivation for opening an office was, um, you know, schedule. I got tired of asking off for my kids' birthdays or holidays, you know, like Memorial Day. I remember there was one Memorial Day. I was like leaving for work and my husband and kids are home and I'm like, this sucks. Like, you know, <laughs> the entire family day gone. So the best part is having control of that. Um, and then the best part of dentistry is really educating my patients. Um, I know a lot of people that have had previous dental work and they have no idea like what they had done or they have like a chronic um, dental issue that no one explained to them why. And so I kind of love educating patients and then they have this kind of aha moment where they're like, oh, so that's what's happening. And mm-hmm. then they can kind of take ownership, you know, um, and equip themselves with that knowledge. Uh, like my website has a whole section called, um, so my office name is Primway Dental. <clears throat> and then mm-hmm. I have a whole section called Primway University, where you can just click on a topic and I will explain it to you. Like, you know, so you can better understand what is going on in your mouth. Like I've had patients that are like, I've never had a root canal. I'm like, I'm looking at two on your x-ray. Like, how did oh. you not know that? <laughs> no, no. Then I mean, I guess people don't. When it's a when it's a topic that you don't understand, you're like, oh, okay, exactly. you just assume the doctor knows what they're doing and they exactly. go along with it. Right. And so it's like they have this procedure and they didn't know they had it. And I'm like, we need to fix this. Like you need to know what's going on in your body, just like you would for like a medical issue. Like yeah. you wouldn't have a medical surgery and be like, What did we do? Like you're gonna know all the details and because right. you wanna know and it's your health. So I love Love, love um, educating patients on that. Um, and also, um, like, patients that have dental phobia, just trying to put them at ease. So, like, my office is kind of designed. I designed it with moms in mind. Like, you should come and and sleep. Like, that's kind of oh. what <laughs> Like, I have TVs on the ceiling. We have neck pillows if you want it, blankets. Because I wanted it a way that moms are like, oh, this is my time away from my kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a stressful time, but a relaxing time. Great that's, idea. Yeah. And that's kind of how I, I designed it. Like, you should feel relaxed. And so I also enjoy whenever I hear patients, like I'm working on them and they're laughing because they're watching a Netflix show. And I'm like, oh, they're totally comfortable. Like, they forgot I'm here. You know, so that mm-hmm. is like the best part and I'm like yes working you know like so they'll associate a positive experience with the dental office and be like hey that wasn't that wasn't too bad you know I'll be back and so now then we have like a a continuous um, care for your oral health so that's that's the best part for me well we do see people that might have a you know a dental phobia if they have it as you know an adult I'm sometimes they can you know pass down to children where and it's kind of a generational thing where it keeps going and going and going where because they don't they're they don't not to the importance of but because of their phobia they might not be yeah. doing the six month exams and cleaning right. and stuff like that on a regular basis. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see that all the time. A lot of my patients that are <clears throat> sixty and up have a dental phobia 
from something that happened in the office as a kid. Like they're like, the, my dentist was so mean when I was like five or 10 and they're just so traumatized by it. And so if they don't bring themselves in, they're not going to bring their kids in. Right. And so and the kids talk and, you know, another kid friend might be like, oh, I went to the dentist's office and pulled a tooth or they did this. And then kids start hearing stuff, but they haven't experienced it themselves because their parents are scared to bring them in. I've had, you know, um, kid patients in the chair and then the parents are like, you better behave. He's going to give you a shot. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like now you're associating like, you know, something negative with the experience, but that's what they know. So yeah, it, I definitely yeah. see it. And so we're just trying to break, break that, you know, granted the dental office is not somewhere where you're like, I just want to go there right now and chill, but I just don't want you to be <laughs> terrified of it. And then worse passed on to your kids. And then I have patient parents that are the opposite that are afraid, but they don't want their kids' teeth to end up like theirs. Yeah. And so they bring their kids in religiously. And then I'm like, well, you need to come in, you know, and be in my chair also. So I see both mm-hmm. sides. That was my mom. She didn't want us to have bad teeth. She focused on us. There's five of us growing up. Mm-hmm. She focused on our teeth and didn't really take care of hers. And what they don't realize is that a lot of infections start as you get, yeah. you know, and, and into your bloodstream, your teeth are extremely important. Right? Yeah. And they don't they don't they don't realize that until right. sometimes it's too yeah. And it's crazy to say that I hear that all the time, like my female patients that are in their forties, they're like, My kids are older now or you know, they're at the house and it's my time now. And um it's kinda sad to me that, you know, as moms we put ourselves last so much. Yeah. Um, but I get it. I mean, I do it too. So, mm-hmm. but I, I hear that a lot, a lot, a lot. Women coming in later on in life and they're like, okay, it's my time to get my teeth fixed. Women are usually the ones that are calling the office for kids mm-hmm. and husbands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just, you know, so yeah, I, I, I get that for sure. I love it. I think, I think people don't realize how much your smiles and how important it is in your self-confidence until they have time to really like, hey, I wish I would have done this 20 years ago. I wish I would have gotten my gap filled or or whatever the case is. Yeah. Again, as moms, we always put others first a lot of times and forget to take care of ourselves. It's it's true. It's it's sad to me when a patient comes in and they they're like they don't smile or you know they're embarrassed of their teeth and everyone always thinks they have the worst teeth or mouth and I'm like, you do not, but you know, it really does affect their confidence and you know once you fix that front tooth that you know they've just been hiding they're smiling more and their whole demeanor changes it's pretty yeah. remarkable to see well I had a, a friend of mine had said um she was really not really happy but she was relieved I guess is a good way to put it when people wore masks because she's very self-conscious mm-hmm. about their teeth and uh, as, as people have gotten less um uh, mask wearing these days, right? Mm-hmm. She still wears one, not because she fears, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, not she doesn't fear, you know, you know, getting sick is obviously helps with allergies that she says, but I think it's also because she's very self conscious about her teeth, and yeah. it's just she's a mom. I'm like, yeah, you can take care of her teeth too. Like, go to, yeah. you know, yeah, it's sad, it's sad, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
No, that's great. And so I guess, can you just let our listeners know how they can reach you if they want to, um, you know, contact you for your services? Yes. So you can go to my website, www.primwaydental.com. And right on the front page um, is a button that you can click that says reserve appointment. So you can actually schedule online anytime. Um, And as you're scheduling, it'll let you know if we're in or out of network. Um, So you don't need to worry about that. We see out of network patients also. Um, And then we, we do the courtesy of, you know, finding information for your insurance. And our phone number, also 210-688-9320, is on there. You can email us. You can text to that number also, and we'll get it. Um, So there's all sorts of ways to find us. Oh, good. That's awesome. And we'll put some of that stuff in the episode description also. And that way people can see all of that. But yeah, thank you so much for being a guest on here. This was so fun. And I learned. I learned. It was fun. (laughs) It was nice to chat with a fellow working mom about stuff too. It's (laughs) nice. It's nice to know that I'm not the only one having these struggles. Because the dinner time, I was really like, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. So this actually is good to know. It's not just me. No, absolutely not. It is not just you. Awesome. (laughs) It's everyone. And we all manage. And if, if, if. If it's pizza one night, it's okay. Yeah. If it's pizza two nights, it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. We appreciate you. Yes. And thank you so much to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the Working Moms of San Antonio podcast. And we'll just catch you guys next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Working Moms of San Antonio podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media at our respective Instagram accounts or join our Working Moms of San Antonio Facebook group. Those links can be found in our episode description. If you have an episode topic suggestion or question, please email us at office at radisagent.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. See you next week. <music>